Welcome to Worlds Collide, the wrestling card podcast for wrestling fans by wrestling fans. Featuring Tony Bella from WrestlingTradingCards.com. This is like a, a stock market. Like- and Zan Morning from Wrestling With Cards on YouTube. And I'm not saying there's a right or wrong answer, I'm just posing the question. Join them as they navigate the world of wrestling cards, helping you build a bigger, better collection, and making some money along the way. What's up, wrestling fans, trading card collectors? Welcome to another episode of Worlds Collide, Wrestling with Cards, WrestlingTradingCards.com, colliding for another week. Another week, that's true. Is this our last week? Um, Well, we don't have it planned, but you never know. Yeah, you never know. I mean, sometimes even good wrestlers have to take a break once in a while and come back. And If the actual worlds collide, then, you know, we won't be on the planet anymore. This is true. It's very late, isn't it? Yeah, it's really late. But it's not an after dark episode. So. Oh, that's true. So that was a really bizarre one. Anybody who listened to that first after dark episode, I'm sorry. <laughs> well, there's more to come. So get ready. Oh, man. So today we're talking about promo cards. I, I love promo cards. I really think this is something that is in wrestling cards more than a lot of other genres of trading cards. I've seen I've seen them in sports and non-sports a little bit, but it seems like the more I dig into wrestling, the more promo cards there are. Um, Tony, I know you know a lot about like the backgrounds of a lot of where these things came from and like products they were put in, stuff like that. So before we jump into some of that information, what are promo cards exactly for people who are new to wrestling promo cards? Promotional material that is used to advertise an upcoming release. And there you so go. It, sometimes uh, it might just be a sell sheet, which is usually like an eight by 10, uh, you know, paper, I'm going to call it that, uh, that just lets you know what's coming out, uh, all the cool hits you can get out of it. Um, sometimes in the old days, like comic images would put their products out for like No Mercy set or the SmackDown set. You can get an eight by 10 on the front showing like the designs and what the cards are going to look like. And the back would have like box order and case order SKU numbers. You can actually order from that if that's, you know, because that stuff was normally sent out to distributors and then brick and mortar stores sometimes. Um, but that's what it was. And you get promo cards to kind of announce and Post, you're supposed to give them away to customers to uh, get them excited about upcoming release, but you know almost everybody held on to them and sold them for a couple bucks or something like that. You know, would you consider stuff that's put into product as promo, or do you think that's it's, like it's, it's, it's own release? It's an own release. It's more there's promo cards, and then there's promotional material. I, I think it's it's a very fine line, but. When you have something that's like uh, cards that are inserted in bags of Doritos or um, stuff that's like, um, you know, they had like wrestling had WWF had like Stridex cards, you know, from uh, Stridex mm-hmm. uh, products. That, that's actual release that you had to buy merchandise to get the opportunity to get a exclusive card that came with that. Uh, promotional stuff is just used as like, uh, like a sales material that would usually have something on the back that would say, you know, uh, you know, coming October, you know, 2021, it's like that, uh, the new hard hitting WWF, you know, whatever it is, you know, that's what it would be. Um, and then you kind of get too excited about the upcoming product and you buy the release. I, I wouldn't call, I wouldn't call like Dorito stuff. I, I, it's a little bit different. It's promotional material stuff is different than actual promo cards. It's just sort of like, uh, 
here's something we're going to get. It's a card to advertise an upcoming card release. Whereas promotional materials, like I'm buying a merchandise, I'm buying a brand as a bonus for buying that brand. I get an exclusive trading card that came out of that brand. Man, it's once again, wrestling cards, confusing. It is. Totally. <laughs> and, and you mentioned that you say you started off by saying like, you know, you notice it more and more in wrestling. I'd almost have to disagree with you on that really? because it, it non-sports as a whole had tons of, of promo cards. And I can okay. go get a binder right now behind me. It's like that and go through also like when, when Inkworks was around mm-hmm. everything that they had, had tons of stuff. They had Buffy the Vampire Slayer, for example, every year Buffy would have, either the NSU issues and non-sport update would have an exclusive promo card in it that you can only get for uh, Buffy release. Uh, it would always come out around the same time as uh, Comic-Con San Diego. So they have an exclusive promo card for that. There'd be like a UK version promo card you can only get. There'd be a, a, a inkworks.com exclusive internet promo card you can only get all from the same release, all from the same release. Huh. So they have a ton of promo cards announcing all these non-sports stuff. They did it for everything. Rittenhouse did it. Inkworks did it. Tops would do it too. Tops did it with uh, their Star Wars brand. They'd have like P1, P2, P3, P4, and P5. And it's almost like would... they got to the point where it was a set into itself. It, it is exactly yeah. what it is. A set into itself. And it was all the stuff to kind of market and advertise to get you to be interested in buying their upcoming release wrestling doesn't have yeah. a lot but not anywhere near what some of the non-sport stuff did and from what you're saying like i didn't know that about non-sport you know i i i'd seen some in sports cards but i think that is also more similar to the wrestling side where they'll put out you know one or two cards can you think of a wrestling card promo set that has a full set like that promos and a full set yes uh 1991 championship marketing has a 12 card promo set Yep. You're Yep. I wasn't even, that's another one. I'm, I'm not even thinking of, um, what else is there? Uh, like more than two cards. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, you know, usually tops would put like a P one and a P two kind of thing. Uh, um, you know, four card set comic images put out no mercy had two promo cards. Smackdown had two promo cards, but, uh, superstars had four Had four promo cards in that set. So it's interesting because um, those cards, like the promo cards were basically to push the product. Is that correct? Yes. Yeah. Okay. And then we've got the ones that I am traditionally thinking of, which is like, you know, the um, one I just go to all the time is the WCW main event cards, the uh, tech Chrome. And then I can't remember the other one. There's, a, there's actually four, right? There's, there's, there's promos in that one. There's a Tech yeah. Chrome promo. There's the KKLZ promo. That's the other one. And, uh, then, which there's was, the... and then there's the two uh, promos of one of two and two of two, which has right. Sting and Hogan and Flair. And those two were like promoting the product, whereas the other two were promoting. It was like, a, it's still the, promoting the, the product. Like there were, there were giveaways for like uh, events. There were giveaways, but it was to promote the product. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't it wasn't handed out in your normal traditional way that promo cards were usually given out, which is they would go from the uh, the company to the distributor, distributor to brick and mortar places kind of thing right. to help uh, you know entice their customers to want to buy their upcoming product. Um, so those were kind of like they were promo cards in the sense they were like done for promotional gigs kind of thing, you know that mm-hmm. kind of thing. So those are pretty unique cards actually. They're pretty tough to come by. And speaking of that, we've talked a little bit about in the past how a lot of these cards like on the surface seem like there's they're they're readily available you know they were just throwing them at people and you could find them anywhere you wanted but 
actually it's not the case. And a lot of these, even though you, you know, I use the WCW ones, for example, they say like out of 15,000 out of 20,000, we can both, we both know there's not even a fraction of those available right now. No. I, I, and the rumor always was for stuff like that. Like they had like, um, there's a unique promo card that came out. It was a remember in WCW put out those pop-up cards or yeah. 10 cards. Mm-hmm. In a pop, that was a set. But prior to that, that was done by a company called Upfront Sports. And prior to that, they did a WWF one. And there was a Shawn Michaels pop-up card that they did for that. It was done as a promo to see how it, how it did. And it didn't do very well. And so the rumor was that they destroyed most of those. And I go. remember, now I remember that when I used to be at Frankenstein Collectibles show in California, there was a guy who sold a lot of various wrestling things, action figures, DVDs, VHS tapes, uh, you know, Lucha masks like that. You know, Bart, Bart had a great booth like that. And he had cards there once in a while. That's right. And buying he had a whole stack of like the hostess, you know, little sticker cards like that. It's the whole, I mean, hundreds. I took them all. Uh, then he had uh, these Shawn Michaels ones, like 50 of them. The Shawn Michaels pop-up cards took them all. Uh, I don't see those very often online uh, and they were, they were promotional material for it uh, to test out how people would react to having this cool little pop-up card that you can assemble. So what do you think on the um, popularity side from what you've seen within the wrestling card space? Like are these things that people are seeking out like, you know, rookie cards or autographs or rare parallel sets or, you know, stuff like that. Like um, are these, are, are you seeing people looking at these like they're looking at like the carnation set? I mean, you know, it's different, but you know how it's a short set. Um, it's it's actual kind of a, it's an actual card set, but not right. a promo it's set. Kind of an oddball release, though. So, do you think people yeah. are looking at some of these promo cards as as kind of chase cards, or do you think they're just kind of swept under the rug currently? I think they're mostly swept under the rug, like you said, but they're also you have to understand that promo cards are usually done. They print way more a lot of those a mm-hmm. lot of them uh i still <laughs> it's becoming an ongoing joke now in my storage unit the other day <laughs> <laughs> i found a box that had uh, a brick of cards in it and it was all from the wwe uh they had it released i want to say 2007 2008 maybe around that time it's called rivals there's a card set called rivals and i have a few hundred of them uh and mixed in there's like some uh i probably have like and I, t- I think i have another hundred of the undertaker's wwf insider oh. uh, promo <laughs> card um they, they print so many of them they just print so many of them uh i don't think there's you go to that 12 card set from the uh, 91 championship marketing mm-hmm. i don't know anybody who has uh who has those cards i i don't even know if chuckster has them i don't know if paul has them I have a set. Um, they're just not. I, I have not even. I have. I know. I have no idea how those even distributed originally. I think. So, do are, you think it is like a case by case basis then? For them being collectible. Yeah, well, anything's collect, but like, yeah. um, like rarity and people seeking them out and stuff like that. There, I mean, there's certain ones out there that are pretty rare. I'm actually looking up uh, 99 art box. People, mm-hmm. I think there's another one that people don't realize. There's the art box put out two lenticular motion type sets. They put out one in 99 and one in 2000. The one in 2000 is the one that most people go for because it has like a 
a Trish Stratus shaking her butt type of motion card. <laughs> of course. There's one of the rock, you know, motion of him doing like the fingers coming at you kind of thing. I'll okay, come get some, you know, just bring it. Um, but they put out a set in 99 that featured like a, a, a 42 cards. I think it was where they had like a section of devoted to DX, a section devoted to Undertaker, a section devoted to Kane, a section devoted to uh, Stone Cold. They had uh, two promo cards that set too, that are super hard to come by. I don't think most people even know they even exist. Um, I'm trying to figure out who they were. It's like that. They were, um, I think one was Road Dog. It's an odd person to have, yeah. I guess, for a promo. Promo cards were Val Venus versus uh, Taka Mishinuku. Random. And, and the other promo card was Undertaker versus Road Dog Jesse James. Kind of random still. Yeah. So it was uh, promos. Promo cards are dated 1998, but they were released in February of 1999. Cards are not numbered. Front images do not scan well and are very dark and blurry. And then I actually have it. I had an image of them on the, on the WTC site, but that's coming later. But I have those. I found them at a hole-in-the-wall little sports card convention in Fullerton, California once because my buddy and I were going there to meet Conan. <laughs> and Conan was signing there. It's like, oh, my God, it's a rush. We're going to meet Conan. And uh, just kind of going through, and I found some action pack. I found uh, Lawrence Taylor uh, promo. Nice. I found uh, the, the two act, uh, some action, the oversized 85 act, uh, 95 mm -hmm. action pack of uh, Diesel and, and, and Undertaker. And then I go, what are these? There's promos for Artbox? You got to be kidding me. And so I bought them. They were only the only two, only ones the guy had. And have you ever seen any since? Never seen them since. You know, maybe. Maybe that right there is why promo cards in wrestling aren't as popular because I think people just don't know they exist. A lot of times, I mean, the top stuff, tops really made their stuff known to exist. Um, so there was a lot of that. When you go to Comic-Con San Diego, they would literally have bricks of those things. They call them bricks. And so they were there to promote Wacky and GPK and Lord of the Rings when that was popular when it came out. And then wrestling stuff they had at the time too. So they were putting all these promos out. And you go on Sunday, the last day of the show, you can learn that they'll, they'll start, they don't want to go back with anything. They don't want to ship mm -hmm. it all back. So just handing out, here's a brick for you and a brick for you and a brick for you and a brick for you. So how much of that stuff ends up going in, you know, in the trash, who knows? This episode is brought to you by State Farm. You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Yeah, or, you know, what if there's like a huge run on it in popularity and price wise. And then, you know, people see that and it's a like a 97 panini sticker thing all over again, where yeah. all of a sudden somebody found all those bricks in someone's closet. I they have just... a lot of promo cards for various wrestling sets over the years. I've got a bunch of those WCW uh, 95 main event, uh, one of two and two of two, they came in a little cellophane package. It's like that for the two of them. Yeah. One's Hulk Hogan, one's Ric Flair. Um, and then the, but I have bunches of those, but you don't find tech chromes. You don't find those. Yeah. And those are beautiful cards, man. Those yeah. were only done for like, I think, uh, promoting Bash to the Beach or something like that. I wonder actually, now that we say that, I would consider those chrome and it says tech chrome. It, tech I, chrome I, it, yeah. It's a, it's a chromium card. Yes. Um, it's not as flashy as like a modern day chrome, but it's close. It was, car it was cards version of their chrome cards. Right. 
and I'm, I'm kind of wondering now that I think about it, that we're talking about it, would that be considered the first ever chromium wrestling card? I think you might, I think you might be right. Like I just now thought of that. That's yeah. Like, I think you might be right. And yet I'm people don't talk about it. That. I think you're right. I can't think of any other cards that came out before that, that was done in Chrome in any way, shape or form. I mean, the next Chrome card for wrestling would be 98. Yeah. 98. I mean, it made those, um, the wrestler profiles, you know, the, mm-hmm. and then they did it again, 99 for the pay-per-view events. And then by that, isn't that when, uh, the, smackdown set had some chrome in smackdown it. came out just after uh wcw second release huh. i think because the first smackdown came out and then they released smackdown chromium right. version right which added like 15 new cards or something like that you know yeah that hardy boys one is in that one it's yep. really awesome looking card yeah. um so what do you think the importance of promo cards are going to be in the hobby like long term i mean we're you know we're still in the infancy of wrestling cards really you know I mean, how many, so. how many guys out there are like me that has like, probably has like, you know, a hundred of the WWE rivals promos and a hundred of the, I mean, there's probably, there's got to be more guys out there sitting on that kind of stuff. But how many also threw them away? This is also true. I mean, it's, they even made promos, so they made tricky. promos, they made promos for those, uh, comic images put out promos for all the releases. Mm-hmm. They did promos for, uh, superstars for card promos. They did it for SmackDown. Uh, I think it's, two card or is that a four card that's a four card promo too um and then chromium i don't think had any promos i didn't have promos um even the wrestlemania live photo cards had promos they had two oversized promos well they're the same, they're all the same i guess size. i guess i just keep going back to like we don't know a market for these but like the rarity of them because they made all of them but how come i'm not ever seeing them and it True. may be because people like, you know, you or whoever have, are, are just have them. You're not like purposely sitting on them, but you just have them. And Some of the, not- I think as time goes on, you're going to start finding those to become less and less like available. Um, case in point. I mean, again, go find, go find the, the, the championship marking WCW one, the 12 cards. They're tough. Yeah. You can, They're yeah. tough. Um, I've never seen them. And- and then uh, and those came originally in a 12-pack cellophane uh, package. Weren't those actually also dated differently? I think they're dated the year before. Yeah, 1990. Yeah, because yeah, um, I, think, I think one thing I was looking at that on was like, if people really wanted to get picky, isn't there a Brian Pillman in there? You can consider that the first Brian Pillman if it's 1990 to 91. Sure. Like, sure. Um, what else is that actually out there? Cards did some good ones. Artbox did some good ones. There's and there's even promo cards to. Uh, there's a promo card set that was created by Comic Images for a card that never got made. Interesting. You have 19, those probably. I do. Only <laughs> oh six my. sets in the world exist. And you've got them. Eight, eight sets. I'm sorry. Eight sets. Um, I don't know where the other seven are at. I have one complete set. Uh, Comic Images sent me one. It was for. There was an advertisement and when WWE, when Tommy Kimmy started doing Raw Deal, so in 2000, they did their first rule book. You get the little rule book that came inside your starter deck. Sure. You open that rule book from the premiere release. On the very back page, there was an advertisement for the Rock Solid Collection, which was a, a trading card, complete trading card set to this day, the only trading card set that was produced for a wrestler and only a wrestler. Which you is know, crazy. I, 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 I'm a massive, you know, not, not right. an indie stuff type stuff. But, right. Um, and then another place page was a comic images divas collection card set 
that never got made because they lost the license to WWE and went over to Fleer. And then Fleer put out uh, the Ultimate Diva Collection. Uh, But there was an eight-card promo set that featured China, Trish Stratus, uh, the original Tory, (laughs) um, uh, Terry Reynolds, uh, The Cat, um, and a couple other ones. There's eight cards in the set. And I had never even, and even with my relationship with Comic Image at the time, which was really strong, no one ever told me about it. I didn't know about it. I found out about it because somebody put out a, um, there is a price guide called the Gummy Guide. I think it's called the Gummy Guide. Something. Oh, yeah. Same, it's rings a bell. Yeah. It, it, it came from a guy in, in the UK, I think, made it called the Gummy Guide. And he had a deal with Inkworks. And there were some promo cards putting that. It's funny. He said promo cards. There were promo cards put down when you bought it. And I have it. Uh, I have a copy. It's like the non-sport gummy guide or something like that it's called. And uh, it listed this card set from Comic Images called Diva Collection that only eight sets, blah, 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 you know, eight card set. And I go, I never heard of this before, man. So I call up Comic Images. I call my uh, friend up there, Ron Ferrari, who handled all the editing. And he goes, oh, yeah, yeah, we, 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 we probably have a set of that laying around. We, we keep one copy of everything in, that we've ever made for archiving purposes like that. And I go, I've never seen this card set before. I've never even heard. Why'd you guys never tell me about it? <laughs> and it's like, oh, I, I you know, just came and went real quick and we lost the license and da, 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 da. He goes, listen, you're a big collector. So like that, I'm going to scan the cards and send you, send you the set we have. Nice. And so yeah. that's how I got my set. Awesome. Well, let's jump into, we've, we've actually spoke a little bit about these and uh, we've got some, maybe some in here that are questionable and some that maybe legitimately are, but uh, one of, one of the things that um, I wanted to bring up was the Sting hologram card that most people know about. Now, mm-hmm. that's kind of a borderline thing because it was designed as a case hit as an incentive for the LCSs, correct? It's what, it's what we assume. That was the information that I had got when I first discovered those cards and started getting those cards, collecting those cards. Because I had opened a lot of packs. So I never... One, the product itself, the wrapper, makes no mention of any type of hits in it whatsoever. I think the wrapper mentions nothing. There's not nothing. I don't there. remember seeing that on any of those wrappers. Yeah, so there's nothing on the wrapper that tells like, hey, you know, randomly inserted, you know, with these kind of cards. So I think it was just naturally assumed that it was a case hit or a, that was it. But now I'm discovering people are talking about they're pulling them out of packs. You know, like I just pulled this out of the pack tonight. Like, Really? You pulled it out. I've, you really. I've never somebody heard just, of somebody just Somebody just tweeted the other day. Huh. Someone tweeted huh. that they pulled uh, the hologram card out of a pack. Interesting. I, okay. So now that changes things, I guess, because one, I have to believe you that you've actually pulled it out of a pack. Uh, I don't know who you are. I mean, I can say, hey, I pull a Stone Cold Steve Austin autograph out of the cards, and, <laughs> you know, uh, yeah. but I mean, it's, it's hard to authenticate that kind of thing. So I would really love to find a definitive answer on that, to be honest with you. I mean, I, I, I pride WTC on being the informational website of the most accurate information. Uh, and all these years it's been listed that it's a, it's a case hit. Um, that, but it does say it's believed to be a case hit. It does not, not saying it, it absolutely is. Um, I just need to, I'd love to know. Right. I never pulled one from a pack and I've opened probably 10, 15 boxes of that product over my lifetime. That's interesting. Yeah. I've, I've never heard that either. I, I've never, I've probably opened the equivalence of one box by just getting random packs, you know, here and there when I was a kid, but I've never heard or seen those pulled. So that's interesting. Um, we already talked about championship marketing. We've talked about the tech Chrome and the clash clash of champions, which is the KKLZ 
out of out of yep. one of them's fifteen thousand. What do I have? One of them's ten thousand. One of them's twenty thousand. Yeah, one twenty thousand. Yeah. And, and I really, uh, yeah. like, that was out of Vegas. That was a, that was a, out of for Vegas. That was to promote a pay per view that was going on. I think there at the time. So it was uh, done from a local radio station. That's KKLZ was a call signal for uh, a rock station in, in Vegas. And so that was used for that. And I'm assuming that they handed out X amount. And whatever's left over, they just they just trashed it. There's a promotional yeah. material from the radio station, and that's that was it. So that's an example of like I don't think I could be wrong, been wrong before, but I don't think this is one of those things where a lot of people are sitting on them because, you know, mid '90s kind of an event like this. I just think they probably got trashed. It's a radio station, like you know, hey, we're going to promote this wrestling thing, you know, kind of. You know, <laughs> yeah, I mean, in Las Vegas of all in places. Las Vegas yeah. of, of all places, but, but, uh, but yeah, I don't know. The two things I like about those WCW cards is because the Tech Chrome, first off, I guess we just un- unveiled that it could be the first wrestling Chrome card. I mean, yep. we, don't, we don't know that for a fact, but just from talking. And it's got Hogan and Flair on it. And then the other yep. one has Macho Man and Hogan on it. Yep. Like, how can you and go then, wrong and, and with then, those and names? And the two cards, uh, the cellophane one, the, the more traditional promo one, mm-hmm. uh, the one or two and two two has Hulk Hogan and Ric Flair. <laughs> yeah, and then the other one has Sting. It's, like, it's it's yeah it's rick yeah. flair fighting you know right. wrestling sting and then uh, the other one's hulk hogan um so the other one that we haven't touched on yet is the 94 action pact which is just always confusing to me on love these. it like like why did how are these released i don't even know do you know it's typical same way uh, distributors you got a hold of those that's how it goes from the manufacturer to distributors distributors to brick and mortar places so with these it's uh the I'm, I'm assuming these are the like prototype or promo um yeah that was action pack's way of yeah action pack would put their thing on the backs as prototype um that's how they were done and that was kind of done kind of common they didn't allow sports too i think i just yeah yeah i got rid of like a kobe bryant prototype promo card one times like that i mean uh they would write prototype across it i mean Fleer did it where they put promotional across the back of one of their promo cards uh was for the uh divine divas Stacey so, I guess my question on this one, and maybe you don't know, um, why would they use, it's interesting, they use the same card, in, that it's like the same card as the one in the base sets, except mm-hmm. it just says promo, but then it also is the exact same card that's the on-card autos that are inserted into packs. It's lazy design. That's what it does. It's all lazy design. It's, okay. it's actually it's been done before in other releases too. I just didn't know if there was something specifically I'm I was missing, but apparently I'm looking I too mean, deep into it. WWE did the same thing for uh, when Tops did their uh, Insider set. They have uh, two promo cards: one's Batista, one is Undertaker. Exact same card in the set, base set too. So it's just like a, a additional level, like a, like well, the, a parallel. The, well, the, almost. the back is different. The back just says okay. The back just doesn't have the bio on it. The back just says. Hey, you know, you uh, limited, you know, coming soon, WWE Insider, uh, you know, hardcore, whatever it says in the back, you know, uh, and the, the difference from the action pack ones where it just says prototype in the back, otherwise the exact same card. And with the more modern releases, I mean, we're, you know, pretty much at, we've got Upper Deck coming out, but really Tops is the only game in town for years now for WWE products. So um, I've seen stuff in video games and DVDs. Um, I was actually looking at a Hogan card not too long ago that was, specifically put into a dvd it didn't have a number on the back of it yeah and it was in one of those little like um those little plastic wrap things you know like you get out oh, of i the... saw the guy tweeted that by the way it did have a number i was like card number 106 103 it's a it's a it's the exact same card number as the same card from that same set okay it's just a promotional material that was made for whatever it was put in 
Interesting. They did that a lot I, it was for the encyclopedia. When you bought the encyclopedia, when it came out, it was an advertisement card, promo card for that. It's the same card number, number 103 or 106, something like that. I just sent a Chuckster to verify for me not too long ago. Um, and it was done for, they did that for a lot of publications like that. They even did stuff for like, they did promo cards for like, there's a guy on eBay right now trying to sell a Hulk Hogan card for $10,000 from a video game, uh, from a video. It's a promo card. Uh, Which one is it? I don't know if I've 1999, seen it. Uh, there was five card set. There's a Luger, a Hogan, a Flair, a Savage, and I think Giant. Um, and they're one of five through five of five. And I had it here, man. I have it somewhere. If I had it here, I'd show it to you. I have um, the whole set. Um, and it, they were only available in, there was five different promos available in three or four different VHS tapes or v- DVDs, I think it was. So okay. it was no rhyme or reason to which one you got. So it's not like you bought this one, you got all the Hogan's, you bought this one, you got all the flares. So it's really hard set to put together. Interesting. Um, is there any other, uh, you we already mentioned Comic-Cons. Is there anything else as far as like modern stuff that you can think of where there's been promos or maybe some even vintage stuff from the 80s or 90s that we haven't spoke about yet that maybe featured some memorable promo cards? Promos, I, they got it kind of away from the promos to like that. Like they've gone away with the sell sheets. Mm-hmm. Everything became digital. So they started giving digital, you know, booklets, you know, uh, show you all the upcoming releases. Top's been kind of notorious for doing that now since like, the mid 2000s you know late yeah. late 2009 2008 something like that um well but, and then uh, again you get on the like fine line of between promo and like one thing i can think of is the one of the wwe 2k games where they cut up one of rick flair's robes and mm-hmm. and put the, the you know they were limited and numbered and they're, sure. te- they're they're on a card it's technically a card but kind of not, and it was in the product. So is it actually a promo if it's included in the product? It's promotional but, material. Absolutely. Yeah. I think it is. Promo- it's not a set. It's a one-off card to promote mm-hmm. something. Um, they did the same thing for like, um, it was a VHS or a DVD. They had like, a, I have it for WrestleMania 14. It's a, it's a, it's a sell to sell inside of the card of uh, oh, Stone okay. Cold versus Shawn Michaels from WrestleMania 14. And it's like, so it's like a cell inside of it on a card, but it's oversized, like, about, you know, yay big, mm-hmm. probably not quite as big as the 95 action pack promo cards. Uh, oversized. Really cool. Yeah. Those are so cool. Yeah. Love those cards, man. I, one of my uh, last big factory sealed boxes of WWE rod deal I bought. I found someone online that sold me like some revolution three boxes and revolution two boxes. And he goes, I have some wrestling cards. So I'll throw in for you as well. It's so like that. And it was like 10 of those undertaker oversized oh, nice. promo cards. That's awesome. Uh, they're, they're awesome. Those are great cards. I love that. Need, and then, do you have it? Do you still have those laying around? Yeah, I do. I have, I have, I have both those. I think you need to save one for when Caleb completes his streak PC. You can, get, oh, yeah. you can donate him one to put at the top of the coffin display. That'd be a cool card. Yeah. yeah that would be an awesome display that'd be, piece. That'd be a cool one. It's a really cool piece like that. So it's just an oversized version. Like I think they're numbered LL1 and LL2 mm-hmm. or something like that. And I've that's seen, weird because yeah. I want to know what those LL stand for. Yeah. Good, good call. I can't think of anything that it would stand for, you know? And, and those, I don't know how those were distributed. Wrestling cards. We're never going to get to the bottom of all this. Yeah. Well, it's, it, it's something new every time, even if it's a set that's 25 years old. Yeah, and it's just, um, you know, again, trying to, you know, being WTC, try to archive all this information. And that's my biggest 
thrill. That's my biggest thing is going out and gathering the information. I love being fed the information. I don't retain it all, but uh, <laughs> it's I, hard. I, I, it's hard, but that's what the website's for. So I can go and I use it as reference for everything. Like we're having a conversation right now and I knew the year and stuff like that. I'm trying to pull it up, you know, the 99 art box set, but I wasn't quite sure who the promos were. I knew Road Dog was one of them. Um, but uh, it's the whole website. It's just the archive information. So, you know, if someone can, who listens to this knows uh, where those, you know, action packed promos came from, you know, like the 95 action pack, I'd love to know where that came from. If someone can actually prove to me they pulled a Sting hologram card out of, yeah. uh, you know, Impel box like that, I, I'd love to know. Yeah, and if Which, you by guys the way, are... we're going to change that name, by the way, just so you know, officially that name has been changed. It's not called the 1991 WCW Impel set. Uh -oh. It actually has a name. Uh, someone, if you've, on Twitter, someone actually uh, posted an actual commercial for that product. They did a commercial for that product. I vaguely remember seeing it, yeah. It's called the Stomp Collection. Oh, that's right. So because the binder says that, but the packaging itself, the wrappers, the boxes that you rip open, doesn't say Stomp Collection. I can't the binder of... does. Oh, that's that's just going to make me think of those stupid WWF Stomp figures. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the military ones that yep. came out. I was like, I remember seeing those in the store. I'm like, what the heck? But so I, now... I, haven't, I haven't noted on my little you know, laundry list of things to update and fix and change and do on WTC that I have to go in and officially change that name. It's not called that. It's officially called the WC 1991 WCW Stomp Collection Interesting. by Intel. Maybe, I mean, what, what happens if we eventually see some of those unearthed of something that does actually say stomp on it? That'd be fun. That'd be fun. I'd love to yeah. see some marketing material on that. Yeah. Well, I think we covered most of everything there is to cover about promo cards from understanding them to the, the rarity of them. And but let me, some... before, before we go for a second, though, let me, let me throw another little nuance here for you. So I have a promo stuff. We have promo cards, but then we have the accompanying promo sheets. Do you collect those things? As a, as a collector, I collected them. So like I have a 1991 classic promo sheet that was mm -hmm. given to me from classic. Because back in the 90s, even in the 80s, you could mail, you could send just a regular letter to the card manufacturer saying, I'm interested in your product. Do you have any promotional material? And I got tons of stuff like that back. I got the 91 classic that way. I used to get stuff from tops that way. Uh, Bowman stuff. I used to get upper deck stuff that way. Uh, Cause I was collecting everything. I just didn't matter right. what it was. I was having sent me everything, but if you sent a letter to them back in the day. You could they would send you a, 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 usually a couple free promo cards and a, and a promo sheet. I think those are still definitely something that's collectible, but I think it's a niche thing. So um, I've seen people collecting that stuff that are major ecw fans or wcw or like it seems like it's it's more of if they're our super collector of a specific promotion if we're if we're talking about wrestling well so, i mean i made my binders for flair flair didn't make official binders for any of their mm -hmm. products uh there's a couple that tops did but it was mostly for their european stuff like insider and then a raw versus smackdown which was done over in the uk um uh it's called apocalypse that was called wwf uh, apocalypse um but uh, so Fleer put out promo sheets for all the releases. Mm -hmm. Some were, most were two-sided, some were one-sided. So what I used to do is I made my own binders and I would take the promo sheets with this and put them in the front and then uh, put the other one in the back and then I'd make my own spine and it's like that. And have, I got, so I had the official promo sheet 
And then I'd open the binder up and I'd have the promo cards. If I had a promo card, I'd put it there Then followed by the base set. And then I put the levels of chase afterwards based on the lowest level chase to the highest level chase. Right. And that's perfect. Yeah. Um, I've seen some of the stuff like, I don't know if I still have it. Uh, I don't even know how I got it. I bought it in a collection from somebody, but I had some WCW. It was like from the early nineties. Um, it was promotional material for radio stations. So nice. you could request, it was a, like you had to like put what you were going, what you wanted said, um, the event, uh, what kind of merchandise you needed to help push the show. And so, yeah, it's, it's similar to that. I know it's not wrestling cards, but uh, similar stuff like that. I see people collecting, but I think it's a super niche thing. And I think there are wrestling card collectors out there who would definitely want those, but I think it'll be just like a hit and miss kind of thing. So if people another, have them, another, I definitely another, say they have value. Yeah, they do. And another hard one to come by is Fleer did their WrestleMania, when they did the WrestleMania 20 set uh, to commemorate that set, they have, um, there's an oversized eight and a half by 11 card. It, it, oh and it's, it, it's, a, it's not paper. It's of card stock that, and I have one. Uh, remember when they did that, uh, when Fleer did that uh, mail-in for the paper, you had to, it is save your receipt from all the pay-per-views leading up to WrestleMania 20. And you would send it, you send it in and it sent you their set one, set two, set three, set four, set five. So they had, uh, you had to collect eight pay-per-views or nine, eight pay-per-views. So you had to buy nine, eight or nine pay-per-views, send in a, a copy of your bill that you bought it. And then Fleer would send you a pack of like four or five cards in it, four cards. in, I think it was five cards in it. And then randomly inserted in those packs would be a, a piece of the ring card. Oh, cool. um, yeah. Well, those ring cards are hard to come by as it is. So I, I have sets, the base sets, I have a bunch of those and, and extras. Uh, but what people don't know is that when you would call in to order, you had to call it or order your pay-per-view, you had to call it in. It's like that. Um, you cable operators like direct TV and stuff like that, whatever you want to call it, you know, they would have like the, this promo card with a sticky strip on the side of it attached to their monitor on the side and it had all it was a promo of Triple H, you know, like that, like that from the trip, you know, and the back of it, it had all the promotional information about this program, this mail-in offer. And that was a card. And I got one of those somehow. I found it on eBay and I, I, I bought it. Cool. And I think most of that stuff got thrown away because once that program promotion was over, throw them out. They threw them out. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. I mean, they, got, they got beat up over time because they had to keep them for eight months. Yeah, and if people are, if they have them taped to their desk and they're just using them as reference material, why would they, you know? And I had one that still hadn't been, it hadn't been pilled off of it yet. Wow. So it's still, and so I, I have it. So that was my promo for that set. That's awesome. Well, I think that's, I mean, we, we, we're never going to be able to cover everything about promo cards, but I think we've given a, people a really good crash course today because I think it's just something that is kind of flying under the radar as far as like these things are, they may not be the most important things and they may not be the most valuable, but those people out there that like to seek the super rare stuff. Yeah. I think a lot of the stuff we've talked about today is, is right there. Do with you think, it. do you think that any of that, I think we briefly touched it, any of that will have any future value as far as like, like the tech chromes go for good money because mm -hmm. they're so hard to come by. Those KKLZs are even harder to find. Um, I think um, completists are going to constantly, like if they don't have it and, they, they've got to have it, you know, to put in the collection. So there's always that aspect. Um, and then I think people who are seeking big, the big names, you know, Hogan, Rock, Steve Austin, under, you know, 
top of the, the Mount Rushmore pro yeah. wrestling. I think promotional material of those guys is always going to do well. It's just, again, getting the word out there because, uh, you know, we've, we've seen the market scene cards start picking up in steam. Me and you and a lot of other people in the community know these things have been around forever, but it's all of a sudden the word got out about it and all of a sudden the popularity is. So I think that could happen with promo cards too. You know what I do? Here's what I want to do. Uh, we're not going to make an announcement on this right now. I have no idea when we're actually going to air this, but I'm going to pull out those two bricks of promos that I have like that. And I think we're going to use it for our special thing we got coming up. Yes. Awesome. That's a great idea. I think I'll use some of those to give those some of those away. Perfect. Well, you guys want to get one of those. You're going to have to stay tuned. We've got big announcements coming up. It may have already come out by the time this show has aired. If, if so, congratulations. You're part of the show, hopefully. <laughs> and if not, well, you'll find out. Yep. Tony, let everybody know where they can find you and where they can find information about promo cards. WrestlingTradingCards.com. You know, next year is going to be our 20th anniversary next year. Unbelievable. Yeah. 20 years of wrestling cards. Madness. 20 years of just doing wrestling cards. Yeah. It's crazy, man. But uh, there's a great market of people out there who've uh, supplied the information over the years. You know, the, the Chucksters and the Pauls and the Armands and the Rob Englands and the David Pecks and uh, Steve Timkeys. I mean, that's why I feel like I'm giving an acceptance speech. Um, uh, you know, there's all these guys that just uh, who have been such great collectors over the years who provide such amazing information. And I just want to archive all that in the one place like that. And that's where everything you can find about WTC can be found on wrestlingtradingcards.com. Also make sure you check out the podcast, the WTC podcast, as well as the YouTube channel. Make sure you subscribe and share all of that. Uh, I got to promote that more. <laughs> got to promote everything. It's like, uh, I feel like I turn into a robot sometimes, yeah. but here we are. <laughs> and you can find my stuff. Uh, if you want to find me, Zan Morning on pretty much all social platforms. And if you want to find my content, Wrestling With Cards on YouTube, Wrestling With Cards podcast, and subscribe, share those as well as this one. If you enjoyed today's video, uh, whichever platform you're listening on, please share it with a friend. We are constantly trying to get more people in specifically the wrestling card space into wrestling cards because we all know wrestling fans spend money. Let's see them spend some money on some cardboard. Yeah. Do it. Do yeah. it. Now. <laughs> all right, guys. Thanks for listening. Like I said, subscribe, share with everybody. And until next time, see ya. Yeah.